The Hard Shoulder with Kieran Cuddy with Nissan on News Talk. Now, they've long been central figures in the annals of sporting history, but what is the role of the commentator when it comes to the modern viewer? Jonathan Liu uh, has been asking that question in The Guardian today in a piece which has drawn plenty of reaction online and a piece which suggests that in large part the commentator has become a source for obscure statistics relating to players' histories rather than anything to do with what's happening on the field and maybe they should just call it quits. Well, we're with the commentating legend uh, George Hamilton this evening. George, how does it feel to be made redundant by The Guardian? Good good evening, Anton. Uh, It feels awful, to be quite honest, (laughs) but I would say that, wouldn't I? And I should preface every remark by saying I would say that, wouldn't I? Yeah, he's got a very good point, actually. Uh, The the article is very very well written and it makes a very good point that the game is drowning now in commentary statistics, a lot of which are absolutely irrelevant. And I can see what he's saying, but I would, of course, defend the fact that a television picture without any sound or with only ambient sound is hardly going to be what you're going to enjoy. I think a commentator at his best or her best will add to the experience of the event. Uh, You've only to think of uh, being in a crowded pub watching a game when you can't hear the commentary to know that it's, 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 it's not the same experience at all. And the television commentary is not meant for the pub audience. It's meant for those who are watching at home or in a group, but not the mass audience that would be in the stadium. So I think it's all very well to say that the commentators are saying too much and talking irrelevances, but... I think there's still very much a place for somebody to help guide you through, to add a third dimension to the two-dimensional picture. And I would stress, given the points that he was making, only through being there, there is such a tendency now to cut corners and save money and indulge in off-tube commentary where the commentator is sitting in, as he put it, a bunker somewhere in the Northern Hemisphere. And, you know... There's nothing more you can add than the viewer looking at the same picture that you are. You have to be there. That's what the is art the of comedy catch, is because about. I, I would have thought that it, with modern technology, particularly with the way that they can run cameras overhead and everything else, you get visual access to a game from television in a way that actually gives you much better sight of what's happening than if you're in the stadium. Not the case. Uh, it is the case. It is obviously the case. And I would draw the parallel with the performances of the opera companies who go online, where you have the, the, the cameras flying in over the stage that you get a much better impression of what's happening in the opera than you ever would if you're sitting in the opera house. But being in the opera house is an experience in itself in the same way that being in the stadium is an experience in itself. And, and if all you want is, is the, the technology to, to get get right in and see how it's happening. Well, that's fine. But the commentator is bringing you something from, and again, I go back to the point about off-tubers against actual live commentary, the experience of being there, the, the ability to involve the viewer in what is actually happening in a way that technology simply can't. Can we, to some extent, George, blame the Americans? Because if you look at baseball commentators, they have so much time to fill and they wade so deep in so many different statistics that you get at-bats, you get batting averages, you get runs, you get how often somebody manages to score in the seventh inning on a Tuesday when they're wearing white socks, all of that kind of stuff. Has that migrated into sports where it didn't used to be? Without a doubt. And that is exactly what it's all about. Uh, bear in mind that uh, the coverage that we see now today was driven by Sky Television, whose uh, boss at the time, Rupert Murdoch, said he would use sport as a battering ram to get people to buy his subscriptions. And that's what he did. And that's what he's done. And what they did was uh, pay 
top dollar to get access to as much as they could and then dress it up in a way that was different to everything that had gone before uh, so that the restrained style of commentary was overwhelmed by this talking statistics all the time. I mean, no team ever won a match of the number of corners they won on the territorial advantage they had of the passes completed. It's absolute garbage. It's the match. And if the commentator can't interpret what's happening in front of him or her for the viewer, well, then they shouldn't be there. You don't need the statistics. The game... As Johan Cruyff famously said to me once in an interview years and years ago, when I asked him stupidly for a prediction of how the match that was going to take place might go, he said, you know, the game is long, the ball is round, and before the game is not after the game. All that matters <laughs> is the 90 minutes. Well, let me put one final accusation that Jonathan Liu makes in his piece to you, because he says you have commentators who say things like, ah, San Siro drama to end all dramas. And you think, all right, pal, it's a one nil win in the Europa League Group K. Let's not go overboard. What about yeah. that thing of trying to imbue emotion and passion where it just doesn't fit? Uh, I'm with him on that. I'm absolutely with him on that. I mean, if it's a bad game or if it's a, a, a result of less significance, there is no need to overplay it. The viewer will know. But against that, you have the moments when something very special is happening. And you'll forgive me for drawing attention to the, that, that quote that, that is hung, hanging around my neck forevermore from that shootout in Genoa. That line came instantaneously in a moment because of the significance of it, that with only two television channels in Ireland at the time, and with nobody watching anything else in Ireland but that, because it was on the news and on RT2, Network 2, being covered live, Nobody was seeing anything but this. And when David O'Leary stepped up to take that kick, the nation was holding its breath. Well, I'll tell you what, George, not to blow sunshine at you, but there has been a lot of criticism of various commentators coming in by text. And you have remained a paragon of virtue in the esteem of most of the texters that have been coming in. Thanks very much for coming on this evening. That is George. You're very well. The Hard Shoulder with Kieran Cuddy with Nissan. Weekdays from four on News Talk.